Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I know I'll find the light to light my way <clears throat> when I'm scared. Yes. Losing ground. Yes. When my world is going crazy, you can turn it all around. Mm. And when I'm down, you're there. <laughs> Pushing me to the top. <laughs> You're always there giving me <laughs> all you got. <laughs> from a shield, from the storm, for a friend, for a love to keep me safe and warm. Mm. I turn to dick for the strength to be strong, for the will to carry on, mm. for everything you do, for everything that's true, I turn to dick. Welcome to the Solomon Ray Podcast. I'm your host, Solomon Ray. That was a slight remix, slight rendition, remix, and remastered and reloaded version of Christina Aguilera's 1999 hit, I Turn to You. <clears throat> Probably, honestly, might be my favorite Christina Aguilera song of all time. No, I take that back. Reflections, I Turn to You. And her Spanish song. I was about to say her Spanish jingle. Her Spanish song. I love a ballad. I'm really a ballad girl. I really love a fucking ballad. I don't mind a little like upbeat moment, but I'm really like a ballads girl. Yeah. They need to bring back the ballads. <clears throat> hmm Like, it was such a divine moment in time. Like, the fact that we lived in an era where, like, we would turn on the radio and we would be able to hear a ballad is really divine. It's really splendorific, if you think about it. Like, now we just... I don't, actually, I don't even know what's on the radio because I don't listen to the radio. Um, So I couldn't even tell you what's on there, to be honest. So I can't really comment. But I do know they're not playing ballads. You know, bitch, remember when the radio used to have like different channels on the radio that weren't owned by Clear Channel? <clears throat> and like, 
you would have like soft rock. Oh my God, I love the soft rock channel. In San Diego, there was this thing called Kixie. I think it was called like Kixie something. It was called Kixie, bitch. And they used to play Celine Dioner. They used to play like, you know, all the girls. And I used to live and my mom would never play it. She would always play jazz. 98.1, smooth jazz. Kenny G, bitch. Which was fine. You know, not bad. And then the sad thing about the really fucked up thing is when my mom remarried when I was 11. Um, but she started dating him when I was, like, younger than that. But anyway, so he would listen to the same shit. And he would listen to fucking smooth jazz. So no matter what fucking car I got into, bitch, we would just be listening to fucking smooth jazz. And I'd be like, bitch, I want to listen to Jam and Z90 which was the hip-hop station at the time. And they would just only play, like, hip-hop. Or I wanted to listen to Kixie, the, the soft rock stuff. But instead, I had to listen to fucking smooth jazz, bitch. Kenny G. And Africa Bombada, or whatever the fuck that shit was. Uh, and then my dad would also listen to, like, talk radio. Ugh, so ugly. It's so ugly. But yeah, shout out to like soft, like I just love that stuff. Like I love like a little cute little soft rock moment. Um, anyways, welcome to the show. We do have a review in, so I want to give a shout out to Joanna, Jo, Jo, Joanna, Jo, Jo, Joanna. The title is Legit, the Funniest Podcast Out. I've been following since Snapchat with all the divine recipes and cocaine corner. Damn, that's kind of, that's real OG, bitch. I literally feel like you're my soul animal. As a fellow Capricorn, I just feel like you are authentic and one of a kind. I literally cackle listening to this, and this is the bright spot in my week. Aww. Listening to this podcast is like chilling with a friend. Five-star reviews only. Period. Thank you, Joanna. Thank you, Joanna, for being one of the 659 ratings on this podcast. Not all 659 are five stars, though. We got a couple one stars. I know that for sure. And we got a four star. We got less four stars than we got one stars, which is really ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want four or one, but it's like, girl, four. You couldn't have bumped it up to a five. You know what I'm saying? It's like, damn, bitch. You know, like, like you can't just bump it up. <clears throat> Anyways. So thank you, Joe, Joe, Joanna. If you want anyone else listening, want to write a review on Apple Podcasts, feel free and do it. And you could rate it five stars and five stars only. Otherwise, don't even fucking bother. And if you want to also rate it five stars and five stars only, because if not, don't even fucking bother. You can also do it on Spotify as well. I don't know the other platforms. I don't really pay attention. Don't ask me because I don't know. But um, I just know Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Um, I do know it's on other platforms as well, um, but I don't really know. Anyways, um, moving right along, I just wanted to get this off my chest real quick. I realized today Billy is the actual problem child. It dawned on me today she's actually the bad one. And um, normally I like to, I always have an inclination and like just something genetically and like I'm hardwired to just blame anything white you know what I'm saying for anything malicious and unkind so I'm always like apt to 
blame Ryan for anything that goes wrong in this motherfucking household. And here it is all along. I've just been catching Billy doing some bullshit. And it's really, Ryan is just a sweet little angel. And she's just been, she behaves. She doesn't do anything. She minds her motherfucking business. She likes to be alone sometimes. And Billy is just really a badass. I've caught her sometimes in the middle of the night just terrorizing shit. Just doing shit she ain't got no motherfucking business doing. Like, there's just, like, she likes to, whenever I make up my bed in the morning, or my morning, because, bitch, I don't wake up till 1 and 2 o'clock in the evening. But whenever I make my bed up, here she come running up all on, on the bed, blocking me, just being a nuisance, you know? Or when I finally do, I put a new blanket on, like a, a heavier, thicker blanket, because now it's getting colder. So she likes to, like, not dig with her claws, but, like, dig with her paws, like, in a hole in this blanket and just mess up the nice little... Like, blanket. Like, I have it all nice and flat and, like, smooth. And here she go trying to, like, dig up, like, a little pocket for her to, like, lay in. And it's just so fucking annoying. Um, She be running up and down the halls, moving my fucking rug. And every time she runs, I got to put the rug back in place and straighten it out. And then the rug in my ba- my bedroom, whenever she runs through the hall, through my bad- bedroom, and then jumps onto the bed like a fucking banshee. You know, she just fucks up my... She just be messing things up. And I just got to go always around her moving shit, straighten shit up. You know, she bugs me to fuck down to feed her. She be bugging me. Like, she like I can't walk into this motherfucking kitchen without her, like, rubbing on my leg, asking for some damn food. Like, bitch, you... The food... You have plenty of food. You make it seem like you are dying. And to make matters worse... I found out the culprit. I don't know if I told y'all, but I found out who the culprit was for the for one of the cats who was pooping outside of the goddamn litter box. It was Billy. It was fucking Billy. It wasn't sweet old innocent Ryan. And Billy got on my nerves because she waits. She waits for me to wake up. And the minute she senses that I've woken up in the morning. She jumps on my chest and she's like, but she won't jump. She'll like slowly critter on and like ease her way underneath my hand while I'm trying to look and scroll through my phone. And she's like wanting me to scratch her neck. So she's really the problem child. So I just figured I wanted to get that off my motherfucking chest. And normally... I like to do what I got beef with later on in the episode, but I just got to get this off my chest immediately. What I fucking got beef with today is you bitches. You bitches. Done ate up all the damn crab legs during COVID. And now we ain't got no motherfucking crab legs. You bitches, listen. I don't know who it is. I don't know if it's a national um, council or whoever the fuck decided this bullshit, but they canceled snow crabs, snow crab season this year because there are no fucking snow crabs, bitch. The snow crabs are about to be extinct because y'all ate them all up during the goddamn COVID with the damn stimulus checks. I blame Trump. At first, wait, who was our president at the time? Trump, yes, you're right. I blame Trump. And honestly, 
I don't know who else I'm going to blame. But it's really Trump's fault. Because he shouldn't have gave y'all motherfucking stimuluses. Because you wonder what your bitches, y'all bitches did? Ran up the motherfucking crab legs and the crab boils. Now we ain't got nothing in the motherfucking sea. Yeah, the girls are saying like, oh, global warming, global warming, global warming. That's what's really causing. Which, honestly, I read into this. Because it's actually really fascinating. So, snow crabs and king crabs, they be in, like, the Bering Strait, like, in a real cold, 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 cold water, bitch. And they survive in that cold, like, below freezing water. Which is great because predators don't want to swim in those cold waters. So, them bitches are able to, like, you know, survive. So, now, like, you know, with global warming, it is warming up those waters. So, now... By the time those baby snow crabs are hatched or whatever the... Well, I don't know where they fucking come from. I guess they get hatched. Are they from... Bitch, I don't know. When they come out the crab pussy and come out into the the damn fucking... The sea, they don't have a chance to really grow into adults. You know, it takes takes like a couple months for them to become adults. But they don't have a chance because the predators like the... um, What's the fish? Um... It's wild a fish be eating crabs, bitch. You know, like, I wonder if they like, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, okay, side note. Sometimes I be wondering, like, how it be tasting to the the animals. You know what I'm saying? Like, do fish just have, like, taste buds? You know what I'm saying? Be like, ooh, this is really good. Like, this is some good snow, snow crab, you know? Because if I was a fish, I'd be like, you know, I would rather wait. If I had, like, taste buds the way I got taste buds, if I was a fish like human taste buds, I'd be like, you know what? Let me just wait for the the snow crabs to just get a little older. I'd rather eat the big snow crab because it's going to be dif- different. You know what I'm saying? Like the meat going to be good, bitch. Like it's going to be some good crab meat. So I would just rather wait. But it's like, it's wild that like fish be chomping on them crab legs and then they teeth don't be falling apart. You know, like, bitch, if I fucking cracked into a fucking crab leg, these fucking veneers would be on my plate. They be in the motherfucking tin can with the juice, okay, with with scraps. Cardi B was on a fucking jet a few years ago with a crab boil, which is wild, which is very, like, granted, it's a private jet. You can do whatever the fuck you want. You know, it's your private jet. If it's $30,000 each way, girl, do whatever the fuck you want. I'm not, but it is, I know that fucking airplane was on wall, bitch. Because a crab boil ain't inconspicuous. You can smell that shit. Like, it's a crab boil. You can smell that shit. So, it's like, damn. Like, it smells good sometimes. But I'm sure, like, after, like, a couple hours, you're like, damn, bitch, I kind of don't want to smell this. I just want to smell crisp, clean, regular air. You know? Anyway, so she was on her jet eating crab legs, just chomping on them with her teeth. I'm like, that's some strong porcelain, baby. That is some strong porcelain. It's like you just, and that was like just when she fi- just finally got her teeth fixed. More on Cardi B later, but back to the back to the crabs. So it's crazy that the like the fish just be eating up the crabs. You know, maybe that's why they eat them when they're babies because the soft the shell is probably softer. Anyways, long story short, global warming is warming up the motherfucking waters, and it's um allowing the snow crabs not to like to be attacked by predators and so i guess the farming girls which i went into i literally went into this huge spiral of learning about this but the americans are also at fault us 
because we were lying to them, like, to some sort of, like, it's some sort of higher authority, like, that you got to report to, and they they have, like, limits on how much you can fish. Well, for years, they weren't, um, they were lying about how much they were um, scraping off the bottom of the damn sea with these crabs. So now, basically, this crabs is almost damn near extinct. And, but yes, it is basically global warming, but I'm also going to blame you bitches too, because it's crazy how you give us some money and, and I'm not, listen, I'm this, this was me too. You know, when I like, what do you want to do? If you get like a bunch of money at like a a certain amount of time, you're like, you'd be like, bitch, what I'm going to go get some crab. I don't know what that is. I don't know why. I don't know if that's like. I don't know if all ethnicities are like this. I have no idea. I don't know what the Mexicans is doing. If you give Mexicans a bunch of money, I don't know what they're doing. I don't know what the white girls are doing with a bunch of money. I don't know what, I don't know what, you know, Puerto Ricans and Dominicans is doing with a bunch of money. I just know black folks, you give us some money, we were like, bitch, let's get some crab. <laughs> let's get some fucking crab boy. Like, when, when I tell you, I've never had so many crab boils in that summer 2020, then I, I mean, it was like every week there was a new crab boil. It would be like $80 a bag too. Like, yeah, it don't matter, girl. Just extra sauce, extra juice. Add some extra shrimps in there too. Actually add an extra cluster of the snow crab, please. And an extra cluster of the king crab, thanks. Mm-hmm. Just swipe the card, girl. There's money on there. You know? I don't know what it is. Like, please sound off if y'all let me, like, let me know, like, what, what do the other ethnicities do? Because we be doing some nigga shit. (laughs) We be, and you know what, like, bitch, I love us for real, but we be doing some nigga shit. (laughs) I don't, like, when I tell you, I don't know anybody who did not get a fucking crab boil. Summer 2020, bitch. My sister, she was, um... She was, I don't think I told this story, but, like, basically, she came, like, right before COVID hit, like, before we went to lockdown, I was in San Diego visiting for whatever, and my sister came to visit as well, and we're like, oh, we kind of extended our stays or whatever, and all of a sudden, COVID hit. Like, I just feel like one day, it was like, everything was fine, and then, like, two days later, it was like, boom, girl, no flights. Everything landed. Nothing's happening. Stay at home. We're like, bitch, what? So, needless to say, my sister got stuck. She was supposed to actually... She came to San Diego to kind of not say bye, but kind of spend some time with the family before she flew off to Spain for her... um, where she was going to stay, because she's in the the military for a few years. So, we were like, all right, cool. Boom. She got stuck. Anyways, long story short, my sister, we was getting crab boils. Me and Sabrina was getting crab boils. We was testing out different other people's crab boils. We was ordering crab boils um, when we saw motherfuckers on Instagram talking about, like, five more orders in, I'm doing drop-offs. Like, bitch, when I tell you we had crab, I was even making crab boils, bitch. I was all up in fucking Costco where the good seafood is making crab. Like, bitch, I'm really to blame. I'm really to blame, too. Yup. I know it's really global warming, but the, it, it, I feel like it can't just be global warming. Because I knew something was... I said, you know what? I'm shocked that there... I, I said this before. Like, before... This is like a year ago. I was like, I'm shocked there's even crabs at the bottom of the goddamn sea. The way we was tearing up them damn crabs, bitch. 
the way we was tearing up them crabs in 2020. And I know if y'all are listening to this, <clears throat> I know y'all know what I'm talking about. We was tearing up them damn crabs, bitch. Like, we ain't never, we, like, it was gonna be the last crab on earth. Well, bitch, it, had we known, I'm glad we tore them up because it's really the last crab left on earth. There ain't gonna be no more damn crabs. And I know the girls be liking all the soft shell blue crabs and all that Baltimore shit. I don't want none of that bullshit. I want me a good old king crab. And, bitch, I don't mind snow crab, but I want me a king crab, bitch. And they already going in extinct. Are they just not extinct, but they canceled this season. So I'm like, so now, you know, if you want some damn crab, it's going to be more expensive. Now them bags going to be $200. You know them bags going to be $200 for them damn bags coming in summer, like coming in um, spring and summer. Sure, right. You know them bags gonna be two hundred dollars, and it and you know them bags gonna be skimpy too. You know they ain't gonna have nothing in. It's gonna be just fucking corn and potatoes, the shit I don't want. <laughs> the girls be like, "Oh, it comes with potatoes." I don't give a fuck if it comes with no damn potato. I didn't ask for no damn potato. If I wanted a potato, I would ask for it. I didn't ask for this damn potato. I wanted me some more scrimps and some more fucking legs. Corn and potatoes, bitch. You know them bags gonna be wackadoodle. Ooh, you know them bags. I'm gonna be so tired. See, uh-uh, I ain't fucking with no... I'm not I'm not paying until I look into the bag. I'm like, let me peek into the bag first, and I'm gonna give you the money. Because if I don't... If it look a little skimpy to me, I ain't paying for it. I'm looking to, the, like, peek up in that motherfucking bag. All you see is juice. Fucking what's it called corn and, and potato I don't want that shit I don't, I mean I don't mind a little crawfish too I, li- I like a little crawfish um what else do I like the shrimps but it, but see it's the take it or leave but I see it's gonna be a bunch of sausage too bitch it's gonna be half a pound of sausage up in the, it's gonna be the whole fucking Hillshire Farm kielbasa shit. The whole fucking thing gonna be up in that bitch. They ain't even gonna bother cutting it. They just gonna drop the whole fucking link in there, bitch. You know they ain't gonna handle damn crabs. Like just fucking. There's a place uh, not too far from me that do crab boils, and I'm like, I wanna, I wanna try it. 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 But the girls, so not to be shady, but like the girls be smoking weed too much in front of the shop and they don't work there like the the people who work in there are the koreans or the asians or the japanese or whatever the, the asian girls that be doing the crab boils um at the shop but outside the shop is right next to is a jamaican joint and everybody just be smoking weed and i'm just like it's too loud you know what i'm it's the weed too loud i don't like the smell of weed it just does not it just conjures up unhappy feelings for me i don't feel good i don't feel like great you know like when i like it's why like a scent can make you feel something it could conjure up like good memories and conjure up bad memories it's just the smell of weed does not conjure up happiness and joy and light and love for me it doesn't it conjures up sadness depression you know it gives me um not being productive lazy it gives me poverty you know it gives me the slums it gives me piss in the elevators that's 
that's really what fucking weed conjures up. And I know the weed heads hate when I eat up the girls when it comes to weed. Bitch, if you like to smoke weed, that's on you. I love that for you. Love that for you. I, I You can't get mad about how I feel, what I smell. The girls be so mad when I talk about this. And it's just like, that's how I feel, girl. So needless to say, I've been wanting to try that damn crab joint. But it's the fact that before you can even enter the motherfucking building, it's just loud you know it's just too loud and it's just smell like weed and it's like i don't before like it just takes away my appetite like it'd be like oh this i think i want a little piece of crab i want to like some piece of something and it's like oh i gotta smell the weed first and it's like that's not like a tempting smell like that doesn't make me want to eat that makes me want to like you know it's just so ugh I think Oklahoma is trying to pass recreational weed use and a lot of the Oklahomians or whatever the Oklahoma, what, the, I don't know what you call them, but the girls from Oklahoma, they are, are really trying to, they're like, we don't want to be like California. And which is goofy, but it's like, you know, as much as I don't really care, I'm just like, a part of me is like, I miss the days when, like, smoking weed out in public was just not a thing. You know what I'm saying? And it got nothing to do with living in Harlem, bitch. I was in fucking Hell's Kitchen smelling fucking weed, bitch. What the fuck? I was in some white-ass... Oh, bitch, I was in the Upper East Side walking to the fucking gym, bitch. Smelling some damn weed. So it don't even matter, like, where you are. It's not even a white or black thing. It's just... I just don't like the smell of, like, weed out in the open. It's just so nasty to me. It just seems so, ugh. Anyways, moving on, because I know you guys do not like me talking about weed. And it's, for some reason, it strikes the nerves. Well, bitch, it strikes the nerves with me, too. Um. So, yeah, y'all done fucking killed the damn snow crabs in the sea. Congratulations. Um. So, <clears throat> as you guys know, I'm getting ready. Or, I, bitch, I thought I was getting ready for my winter um trip. And... I ended up booking a trip to, excuse me. <sighs> it's crazy how like I'd be waking up late and be, I'd be up for only like two hours and be ready to go back to bed. Um, So I thought I was going to Brazil. Girl, Delta called my ass, said, girl, um, we just want to give you a heads up. I said, oh shit, what the fuck happened now? Delta was like, um, our deal with LATAM, another airline, our airline partnership, um, is not finalized yet. So they're not able to instantly honor the um, first class certificate. She said, you could wait and find out, but we don't want you to get to the gate. And then you they're to they tell you, you got to fly economy. And I was like, girl, I don't either. So she said, you could just wait it out. I said, actually, better off yet, girl, let me just cancel the flight. Let me cancel the flight because I'm not chancing it. I'm not. Uh, do you know how much I will spiral if I done packed and got everything organized? You know, like, because if I got everything and I get to that motherfucking gate and they're like, your seat is going to be 64D. I will, I mean, I'm not trying to like, um, 
But you know when you have your mind on stuff? Like, I don't want to do long hauls in unless I'm kind of comfortable, you know? So the whole point is for me to do these trips at, at the end of the year is so I can use my certificates before they they expire. So I was like, girl, let me just go ahead and cancel this flight because I don't want to get on the no-fly list because I will spiral at the gate. So let me just find another place. I was like, well, girl, where else can I go? She said, anywhere in Europe. Um, you can go um, South Africa. She said, anywhere in Mexico and anywhere in Canada and just about damn near anywhere in Asia. Well, I was like, well, girl, I'm not going to use a global certificate to fly to Canada or Mexico. No shade, because you can just use a regional certificate. So if y'all listening, it's re- it's considered regional. Like, you can just go to Mexico and Canada is, like, regional. You could use the regional ones. So the global ones is, like, girl, boo. So I was like, no, girl, boo, I'm not going to do all that. And I don't really want to go to Europe, Europe unless I go back to Spain with my boo, Hector. But even then, I'm like, bitch, it's going to be cold. I'm like you know what I'm saying? <clears throat> but then I was like, I really want to go to Japan. So I was like, let me look at these flights to Japan. So they, they're way expensive because they just opened up Japan. So I'm going to try hope and pray, bitch, that I can get this. I can finagle this with my miles and my certificates and have everything so I can fly in a first class suite to Tokyo for zero dollars. So I'm trying to finagle that. I'm gonna start working on it tomorrow when my Amex miles post. Um, so I have all my miles in my account and I'll just be able to book it, hopefully. Let's see. I mean, I'm gonna book it regardless, but um, I'm really trying to do it like all miles, zero dollars, like just all of it. But I'm really like I was talking to my friend. I was like, girl, because my sister used to live in Tokyo. My friend used to live in Tokyo for a bitch. (laughs) I hope he's not listening to this. (laughs) But, like, when he was like, oh, yeah, I used to live in Tokyo. I said, oh, my God, bitch, wow, what were you doing in Tokyo? Oh, I was um, chasing after this girl. I said, what do you mean? Uh, yeah, I just was really, I was, I think he was like talking to her online or some shit. And he was like, yeah, I just wanted to like, so he lived there for two years over a bitch. Uh, couldn't be me. Couldn't be me, baby. I say, there ain't no bitches here in California for you. There's none. There's n- like, you can't find nobody down the street. You have to go all the way to fucking Japan. Shout out to him. Um, But, you know, people do a whole bunch of crazy shit for love. People do a lot of crazy shit for love. I just don't think I'm really that girl who can. There is a block. There is a major, major block that just will, will make me not do something like that. But it's very cute and it's very admirable. Because he has, like, this very, like, hard side to him. And... Every now and then, he'd be telling on himself, like, he's really, like, a hopeless romantic. And I'm like, see, bitch, you just a fucking softie. You've been making it seem like you just hard. But you're not, bitch. You're a fucking softie. Anyways, so he loved Japan. My sister loved Japan. And then my friend went to go visit Japan a couple years ago, and he loved Japan. Like, Tokyo in particular. 
And I was like, damn, bitch, I'm, I be, I've been wanting to go because there's owl cafes, like, whoo, like little bird owls, a little cafe for owls, a little cafe for cats. Um, what else? There's a Sailor Moon cafe. You could do Mario Kart in the street. So you just go karting through the street like Mario in a little cute little costume and a red little go-kart. Um, there's Disneyland Tokyo. There's Tokyo Disney Sea. So there's two Disneyland parks there. What the fuck else? Um, I want to do this little sumo wrestling thing, bitch. I want to go to the fucking cup of noodle place so you can make you can make your own cup of noodle. Your own like cup of noodle, bitch. And y'all know how much I live and breathe for some damn top ramen. I was talking to this guy. He was like, you're real bougie. And I'm like, I'm really actually not. Like, I'm wholeheartedly not. I was like, I actually like the 10 cent. They ain't 10 cent no more, but back in the day, it used to be 10 cent. But uh, um, top ramen packages. I was like, I actually like the actual 10 cent packages. I don't want, like, the $50 expensive-ass ramen that you get in the Lower East Side in the East Village and fucking Hell's Kitchen. I don't want none of that Ipudo bullshit, bitch. I want the 10 cent one. Them shits be bomb. And they're like, it's not really the same. Like it's It tastes the same to me, baby. It's just... It's not too much. Not It ain't too far off. And that's another one of my beefs. That's I have one more beef. I got to get off my chest later. Remind me. <laughs> not me. Not me. Not me telling. Remind me. Remind me later. Um. So, yeah. I, like, there's so many things I need to do in Tokyo. Um, I want to do some food tours, but I don't want to do the crazy food tours, bitch. I was looking at some of them food tours yesterday. I'm like, this is a little too deep for me. I'm not that adventurous. You know, I don't need to eat sea urchin and blowfish. I don't need to do all that. But we can do some fried tempura, shrimp tempura. I don't want no fried vegetable shrimp. Bitch, that is the most dumbest shit in the world. Like, they be like, I remember... I had to learn to, I because I used to think like fried, uh, fried tempura was just shrimp, bitch. No, tempura is just the batter that you can fry anything in it, bitch. They be frying fucking eggplant and asparagus and all this bullshit, bitch. I don't want that. I want some damn fried shrimp. I love me a fried shrimp, bitch. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, it's probably one of my favorite things of all time. And it brings back such lovely memories. Like, my mom used to fry up some shrimp, bitch. My mom used to fry some food. Now she don't do shit like that no more. She be doing all that healthy bullshit now. Which should still be good, because she know how to cook. So she be making it lit. Like, she be using... Like, she be making her... My mom be knowing how to cook. She just... She has, like, the... She has, like, the wherewithal. Like, she knows how to maneuver in a kitchen and with ingredients and, like shit to make things good that don't so it don't necessarily got to be fried but back in the day when i was a kid i used to love how like saturdays she would fry up like some shrimp and oh with some cocktail sauce bitch and some tartar sauce some french fries but i wouldn't eat the french fries yuck and i would just sit up on you know watching cartoons and just in my own world bitch comfy and cozy with my fucking fried shrimps Mm. But anyways, back to Tokyo. So I really want to go to Tokyo. Um, 
I'm going to try to go like in three weeks, to be honest, because it's no, I want to do it in November. I don't want to wait till January when it's cold as fuck. Um, so I think November's good. Um, and it's just now opening up. And so, yeah, let's pray and hope that I can do Tokyo, bitch. Mm-hmm. But I need a bed. I need me a bed, honey. They were like, we can all, if not, if you don't want to use all your miles, you could use premium select. I said, I don't want none of that shit, bitch. I need a bed. When I'm flying, I need a fucking bed, bitch. 18 hours, I need a fucking bed. I'm not, I don't, I can't sit in nobody's damn seat for 18 hours, bitch. Unless I'm on fucking propofol. Y'all got to give me what y'all gave Michael Jackson. Because uh-uh, I can't stay awake and alive for 18 hours sitting in no damn seat. I need me a bed. So I said, well, let me just, that's fine. Let me just wait till the 20th when my miles post on my Amex card and I could finagle it with some damn miles because, bitch, I need me a damn bed. Mm-hmm. Um, so what are we talking about this week? I already talked about the crab legs. Um, let's kind of talk about this Nicki Minaj and Lotto beef. Yeah, let's get into it. Onika Mirage. All right. So I don't I think it was sometime last week for sure. She got into another um manic um Twitter beef thing with another female rapper lotto um which is just kind of like a slew of other little petty online twitter beefs that um the self-proclaimed queen of rap has been dipping in and out of but before i get into all of it i just i like like cardi was in these beefs like all the girls like literally every female rapper was in and out you know little except for doja she didn't say nothing, which is fine. Because I don't look at Doja as a rapper, but even though she... Ra- I don't... Listen, I'm not getting into that either. Um, <clears throat> but I just feel like... I miss the time when the girls had beef with each other. First off... First off, Kim and Foxy were shooting at each other. Not trying to condone violence, bitch. Listen, I'm not trying to condone violence. I'm not saying they need to shoot each other. But, bitch, there was only a sprinkle of beef. And these bitches wasn't doing no fucking back and forth bullshit. They were shooting at each other outside of Hot 97. bitches were shooting at each other so i mean i'm not saying that is the extreme but there used to be a time when the girls had beef and they would put it on wax they write a 16 they put it on wax and drop the song bitch why like i just feel like why are the girls doing all this this goofy like your rappers uh your rappers be a rapper Get on, get on some wax. Put it on wax. Y'all over here doing these 120 character bullshits, like, bitch. And it's not even really 120 characters, bitch. They over here doing theses, fucking um, writing pamphlets, dissertations on the internet. 
girl, put, write a fucking 16, but you know what they don't write their own raps. So it's like, <laughs> how can you ask somebody to write a fucking beef? I mean, a fucking dis this verse and they don't even know how to write their own tracks. Which, honestly, I'm getting to the point now where it's like, I don't even care if rappers write their own shit. Because you could write your own shit all you want, but if the delivery is doo-doo, then the delivery is going to be doo-doo. You know? It don't matter how hot the fucking metaphor is or how hot that bar is. If the bar ain't being delivered, it ain't going to be delivered. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you got some lit-ass food that you ordered on Seamless or fucking Uber Eats, bitch, and there ain't no fucking delivery, man. Bitch, it's not getting delivered. So it's like if the 16's lit and the delivery's doo-doo, it's going to be doo-doo. So anyways, I just missed when the girls was having beef and they would get on the fucking wax and get in the booth and put that shit on wax and, and you know, let it and let, and let the public go decide. Cause then it would be like, oh bitch, who who had a better diss track? There ain't no fucking diss tracks no more. Everybody's so scary. They so scary. Anyways, so if I don't get all the details in chronological order, who cares? But the um the Grammy submissions went out. Not the nominations, but just submitting shit for consideration for the Grammys. <sighs> Excuse me. So, ra um, what's her name? Nicki Minaj. Her song "Super Freaky Girl" is um considered a pop song and not a rap song. Hold on, I feel like I just need to actually just read that whole thing real quick. Hold on, let me just pull this up. Um. It's considered... Okay, Nicki Minaj tweeted, If Super Freaky Girl has to be moved out of rap, then so does Big Energy. Anyone who says differently is simply a Nicki hater or a troll. Well, girl, she took it too far, but fine. So, yeah, it's considered a pop song, which is wild to me because it's like, how the fuck Adele is in the same category as Nicki Minaj? And listen... You know, I'm not the biggest Nicki Minaj fan. But at the same time, I'm not going to just hate somebody for no damn reason. I feel like if I have, like, a strong opinion about something, it's for, like, a good, solid reason. You know, I'm going to always give you credit. Bitch, this fucking mic? Come on now. I done locked it up. Now keep it straight. The fuck? Hold on. Let me get this mic together. Some bullshit. I feel like... <clears throat> I'm going to just keep it 100, you know, regardless. And I'm a firm believer that she is a talented rapper. Y'all know that. Um, but the thing is, I I have heard the song. Um, I was actually in an Uber. And it was on, you know what, the radio. So I was listening. So I, now I, I do know it's on the radio. And she's rapping now I don't maybe I need to re-listen to it, but I I believe she's rapping on that whole entire track. There's no singing, there's no like I don't even think the um the hook is singing. There's no singing. There's no vibrato, honey. Okay. There's no vibrato. It's all staccato 
talking. So I think she's rapping on the whole thing. So yeah, she needs, it's a rap song. And I don't think it's fair for her to be in the same category as um, someone like Adele. You know, that's a pop song. That's a pop track. You know, technically pop is whatever's um, popular. You know, that's considered pop. But I mean, let's, let's, I mean, yes, it could be whatever's popular, but it's like, girl, let's just keep it. Let's, it's just, that song needs to be in rap. And I guess the stipulation is the sample of the song makes it pop, which is goofy because so much of hip hop is sampled music. That is the art of hip hop. So I just feel like it's an injustice. And listen, I'm only going to say when it's right, when it's right, when it's wrong, when it's wrong. But I do find it very suspicious that, um, you know, like even a song like hers, the Anaconda song, which is basically the same, like, honestly, like not to be shady, but that Anaconda song is basically the same as the Super Freaky Girl song. Them, them the same songs. It's the same format, same bullshit. You know what I'm saying? It's not like innovative. It's not, you know, I don't know really what the girls were given when it came to Anaconda back in 2015. Maybe the girls loved it. I don't know. I was not a fan, but I think the girls liked the song or maybe even loved it. Um, but I just think in 2022, it's kind of late and delayed. This, to do that same format for I, like the super freaky girl in my honest opinion in my opinion i think the song is late i think it's very late it's very like very late it sounds dated it don't sound new it don't sound fresh innovative it just seems late it sounds it sounds like a 40 year old woman you know creating a rap song and trying to keep it hot. It doesn't sound... You know what I'm saying? Not to be shade. It just does not seem like a great song. Um, She's a very talented rapper. I didn't even really like the rapping on the song, to be honest. Mm-hmm. But much of her music, I feel like she's great when she's as a featured artist. That's when she be murking the fucking songs out. But them solo tracks, where it's just her on there... Mm-mm. Not good, not healthy. Um, but that's beside the point. It's like if I like the song, it don't it don't fucking matter. The point is, if Anaconda, which is the same format as Super Freaky Girl, is forced to be in the rap category, why is it seven years down the road they don't want Super Freaky Girl to be in the rap category and instead the pop category? You know, good and goddamn well she's not gonna win against somebody named like Adele or anybody like a Harry Styles or whatever them white bitches who be doing the popular pop music now. She's not going to win against that. And it sucks because I'm not saying she deserves a Grammy. I'm definitely not saying that because I don't think nothing she's ever released is Grammy worthy. However, there's a lot of artists that have won Grammys and their shit is not Grammy worthy either. No shade. So I just feel like it's not fair um, for a song like that to be forced in the pop categories. And Minaj is right. It should be in the rap category. And if it's not in the rap category, then Minaj is also right that everybody needs to be treated the same way. And a song like Lotto's Big Energy 
needs to be in the pop category too. So I agree with her. I 100% agree. She has a very valid point, a very fucking valid point. Um, and then she's also pointing out the discrepancies when it comes to the Recording Academy and how she's expressed these concerns before about not it being like um, fair for her. And some people kind of agreed. Some people didn't agree. Um, I mean, initially years ago, I was like, you know what? I just don't think you have Grammy-worthy material. You know what I'm saying? However, in the last few years, the girls have been giving out Grammys. The Recording Academy has given out Grammys for really just very Milly Vanilli type shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I don't think the bar is as high as it used to be. So now that the bar is low, and this is really not to be shady, I think Minaj could win or should win a Grammy for some of her um, stuff. I mean, I'm, I'm, this is sounding shady, but you you know what I'm saying? Like, walk with me. Understand what I'm coming Like, because I don't think the bar is that high, now I can see, like, well, it ain't what it used to be. So, yeah, she deserves a Grammy. And honestly, if, any was going, if anyone's going to deserve a Grammy for rap, it needs to be Minaj. And... And a bitch, and you know, I don't like to give kudos to damn near anybody, bitch, unless it's deserved. Now, a pop song, I wouldn't really go that far with her, you know? Um, some of the other categories, I wouldn't really, but a rap category, I would totally give, I would totally say, like, you know, she deserves a rap category. Totally, 100,000%. So it's very telling when the Academy points her out or you know plucks her out and says nope this song does not deserve to be in the rap category when it's literally a rap song and then put it in the pop category it's really suspect um and she has a complete 100% valid grievance i 100% believe like stand by this i think she has a good point um the only thing that muddied this up was she then went back and forth with Lotto, who then, I guess she says something about, um, I think for months or something like that, um, Nikki has been throwing shade at Lotto and da 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 And so they went back and forth, and Lotto says she tried to keep it in the DMs, and then... Nikki didn't want it in the DMs, and then they went on and talked on the phone, and Lotto ended up recording the phone conversation, posting clips of the phone conversation, and just, it just got messier and messier and messier, and then, um, what did she say? I need to find the actual quote, because this is really fucking shady. Hold on. Um, <laughs> what did she say? She said... Because she she didn't understand why Lotto did not have her back. Um, was um, I need to find that damn quote. I thought I saved it. She said, oh, she called, oh, calling her a Karen. 
who refused to speak up for black women and suggesting she is an opportunist who, who used her name until she declined her multiple feature requests, says, quote, this is what Nikki said, says she waited in line for Pink Friday with her Barbie chain on bangs pink hair, but today Scratch Off decides to be silent. And it's just so, like, shady. And then, like, for her calling her, like, a Karen. And then they going back and forth with the fact that, um, I think, oh, I wish I could just remember these details a little bit more vividly than from last week. But something to the tune of, because, you know, she's, Minaj is married to that um, sex offender. So then... One of the fans, one of her barbs, ended up tweeting, um, found, like, her mom and her dad's name or whatever. And I wish I'd save this and I could um, say it for verbatim, but it's deleted now. But basically, one of the Mon- Nikki's fans ended up Googling just like a in a fucking name search from Atlanta and found the mom's date of birth or whatever. And the mom's like kind of young or whatever. Mom's not that old. Mom's actually, I think younger than Nicki Minaj or some shit. And then the dad, they found his name or whatever. And then the dad, I mean the, the name that they used is the name of Lotto's dad, but the wrong guy. So they were like, well, this man is 60 years old or some shit like that. You were like, so that means when Lotta was born, they tried to do the math. They were like, she was, the mom was, I don't know, 17, whatever, whatever. And the dad was like 20 years older or some shit like that. And then so Nikki ended up retweeting that and basically was like, well, y'all want to talk about, um, sexual offenders and da 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 and like clearly she deleted it once they found out that was the wrong man in Atlanta because hello <laughs> people have the same name sometimes and live in the same state um but that was kind of like a low blow you know what I'm saying like she just kept going like going lower and lower and lower and lower and lower and it's like I keep forgetting that I think Lotto is like 23 and Nicki Minaj will be 40 sometime soon and it was just, it's just wild because it's like she has a, like a very valid point, a very fucking valid point. And it's getting muddied by all this bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Calling Lotto a Karen. When someone as big as Nikki can use her platform to use her words, because, you know, she is a wordsmith. She could use her words and, like, ask the Recording Academy to employ better tactics to understand Black music. You know what I'm saying? Like, she could use her platform to force them to, like, address these things. But instead, she wants to beef online with a (laughs) 23-year-old. That waters down the message. You know, instead, she wants to go back and forth about sexual assault and who wrote their lines or who wrote this this song or you know who is it? like it's just so stupid and petty and it's like goofy because let's think about it if you use your platform and if you were smart enough to go about this in a way that addresses these discrepancies when it comes to black music 
you have the ability to do something so legendary and so long-term and so memorable that it would outshine winning a Grammy. You know what I'm saying? Like if you if you ha- if you did this right and you were able to meet with the recording academy and or whatever or champion this to have them rightfully categorize black music you that 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 would be way historic like more historical and more legendary and like leave this great legacy for you that would be remembered forever than winning a fucking grammy like grammy would be nice but don't, you know don't get me wrong but like that that is where you can go with it that is what you could possibly do with it instead of beefing online and then now now nobody hears the message anymore now nobody hears the actual valid message that you had nobody hears that anymore because now you're beefing with a 23 year old (laughs) you know retweeting bullshit from your fans and and then egging it on because that's what bullies do (laughs) you know what like it's always like and i think that's my thing with Nikki is I when she first came out I loved the rap like it was always it was so refreshing to hear um someone rapping and then just like how clever the the lines were and just it was just it was refreshing at the time when she came out and then it was like then the beef with Kim and then all like it's just like every it's like bitch I feel like Tyra we were rooting for you we was all rooting for you how dare you But also with crazy, Nikki was, um, I want to say an interview magazine, maybe a radio interview, bitch, I don't really know. She was basically saying how, like, everybody is trying to look like her now, and every female rapper is, like, they don't have, like, their own unique sense. She's like, when I first started, MC Light, um, Little Kim, Foxy, um, and everybody was, like, all these other female rappers before her, they were like, yeah. Um, they all have their own look, their own sound, which is true. And she said, now all the girls coming out, they have they they only have one look, one sound, and it's basically what she was impl- implying was it's my they have my sound, my look, and it's like I have to always bring it back. But your look and your sound is really derivative off of Little Kim, like you literally came into the game ripping off Kim Hard Body. Everything from the squat pose, the wigs. And listen, Kim did not invent a fucking pink wig. But she was the one that made it iconic. You know what I'm saying? So it's just always interesting to, like, see how the tables have turned. And it's, like, it's so wild that, like, 10 years later, you know, 10 years ago, actually, she was like, you know, mind you, Kim was, like, I think 33 at the time. Isn't that crazy? And then Nicki Minaj was like, you old bitches. These old bitches. Old time machine bitches. These dusty bitches. They need to go get a time machine. And like, just shading the fuck out of Kim, who was 33 at the time. Fast forward to now. Now she's 40. And now the young girls is eating her ass up. But see what's different about the young girls now when it comes to Nicki? The young girls ain't afraid to talk back. The young girls ain't afraid to... 
get a little lip and and say and and spill their grievances. And what makes it even worse, what makes it like, hold on, this mic is really driving me nuts. Hold on. Let me just tighten this up because this is like, why is it moving? What makes it even worse and shadier is the young girls, every last one of them is very clear on their influences. And they always say, Nikki is my my biggest influence. I was in line waiting for Pink Friday. I was at the concerts. I was this. I was in fucking junior high. You know? And it's so telling when they're like, and now I got a beef with my idol. Now I got to see my idol as a bully. That's very, very telling. You know what I'm saying? Because last, like, 10 years ago, when Kim was saying very valid points of this girl is jacking my whole entire swag, Kim was right. I don't I don't think Kim was being bitter at all. I don't. I don't think Kim was being bitter. She was just basically saying, like, bitch, this, she's jacking my whole entire swag. And she was. And, you know, Nikki was just like, yo, like, this old bitch, this old bitch, and then fast forward to now, and the same shit is happening. So, <sighs> I just wish, and you know what's also really weird is like, and you look at the common denominator and all these rap beefs, all these rap beefs, Onika somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. Onika is somewhere in there. She tweet like in that this little clip. She's like, "Oh, these are like the girls that I'm I'm looking up to now." Like, um, and like she did that little Queens remix with JT and Katie got bands, <laughs> not Katie got bands, and Akbar and some of the other girls. And I was just sitting there thinking, like, any minute now, she's gonna have beef with them. Any minute now, and like. It's going to be, and it's like a pipeline. It's always like a pipeline. Six-month pipeline, you're eventually going to have beef with her. It, it always happens. It, she's literally the common denominator. But I do hope um, they do f- find a way to categorize her music and put it in the right categories. Um because I do believe she has a point and that song should be in a rap category. And if it's not going to be in a rap category, then she's also right that the other songs need to be in a pop category along with her and everybody needs to be treated equally. I believe that. So that's that. And I'm moving right along. A smooth operator, I'm a smooth operator. All right, so let me just get into real quick what I got beef with as well this week. I I have beef with you bitches killing off the crabs. Um, But I have beef with one more thing. And it's basically the girls who want to food shame. I don't understand this phenomenon. I don't really get it. Um, I know we like to talk about body shaming what else uh well, i don't really know honestly fuck body shaming bitch let's talk about food shaming 
Because what you're not going to do with me is shame me on my food. Bitch, this man almost got, took me out of my motherfucking character. So, um, like a week and a half ago or whatever, I'm sitting up watching The Crown. And all of a sudden, I can't hear anything. My hearing goes out. I'm like, bitch, the fuck? And I can't hear anything. And I was like, what the fuck? And then all of a sudden, the room started spinning. Like, bitch, topsy-turvy. <sighs> and that, bitch, that scared the shit out of me. I'm, that's never happened to me a day in my life. I've never had that happen. It freaked the fuck out of me. I was like, bitch, I'm dying. <laughs> I mean, it's not funny, but I was like, bitch, I'm dying. This is it. They, they, they taking me now, Lord. Lord, they taking me. Oh, God, Jesus. Time, the, the pearly gates open up. It's about to ha- It's happening, Lord. It's happening right now. <laughs> like, I was like, uh-oh. So the first thing I did is I jumped up out of bed, which I shouldn't have done. And I ran to my door to unlock the door and, like, my hinge and stuff. So just in case, like, I do die, somebody can get into this damn house. <laughs> I don't know why, like, instinctively, that's what I did. I was like, bitch, no, let me unlock the door. So I'm like, bitch, I'm dead. Who cares? You know, like, what the fuck? Like, when I'm dead, I'm bitch, I'm dead. But I was like, damn, like, I need to unlock the door so somebody can get in. <laughs> so immediately I called 911 because I'm freaked out. Like, I'm not even going to front. Like, that's never happened to me. I was like, bitch, I don't know what's going on. I'm spinning. I'm dizzy. I'm disoriented. I don't know what the fuck is happening. So they're like, we're going to send an EMT or EMS or whatever the fuck shit to my thing. They're like, keep the door unlocked. I said, it's already unlocked. So immediately afterwards, I hung up. I felt goofy because I was like, bitch. They're going to bring that big-ass ambulance trunk, make all that damn sound, turn on all the lights, and I'm going to look like the weirdo. Like, So I was like, can you turn off the lights? <laughs> I was like, is it is it possible? Like, not me calling back 911, talking about, hey, so I'm the one on so-and-so, so-and-so, so-and-so drive. Um, can you just turn off the lights when you're here? We don't need that big rush. They're like, we actually cannot do that. It's, it's not, we're not allowed to do it. I was like, oh, but it's, I don't think, I think it's fine. I could just meet you guys. No, we're not allowed to do it. And please do not leave your house. I was like, oh, God. So they show up. They take my vitals or whatever. Long story short, he was basically like, well, you've been traveling. And sometimes when people travel, their ears don't pop or blah, 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 blah. And your vertigo, this or whatever. And I was, he was like, do you feel better now? I was like, I'm still a little like, dis, not disoriented, but I could still feel like the buzziness of like, being dizzy but i'm better now and bitch he looked on my fucking like so you know when the the girls come to your house they be looking for like evidence of like drugs and like just shit you know and he said no illicit drugs i said no girl don't do that and he said no drugs or alcohol i said nope just none and he looked into my sink and i had um a wine glass which y'all know me I drink my coffee out of a wine glass. I drink a Coca-Cola out of my wine glass. I drink everything out of a wine glass. Um, the only reason why is because I rather hold the stem of the wine glass instead of my warm ass, hot ass fucking hands gripping the damn glass and warming up the glass because you know I like cold juice. I don't like warm juice, lukewarm juice, hot juice, bubbling juice. I want my juice to be ice motherfucking cold. So that's the reason I have it in a, whatchamacallit glass, a wine glass. So I said, oh, no, that's not wine. He said, what is it? I said, it's um, tart cherry juice because I drink it sometimes at night because it helps boost your melatonin levels so you can get a nice good sleep at night. Um, 
he was like, oh, okay. And then the other the other girl, she's like, oh, my God, I saw that on TikTok. Does it work? I said, girl, it works, bitch. Like, it really do. I'd be drinking a whole glass, and I'd be, like, cozy. Um, so it wasn't wine. So, anyways, he was like, all right. He said, the only problem is that Papa John's um, pizza that you ordered. I said, well, girl, it's the only thing that's available this late at night. There's nothing available for delivery, and that's the reason why I ordered it. And then he kept proceeding. He said, why would you even order that? I said, because I was hungry and it was late and it was the only thing available for me to, for delivery. He said, you didn't want to eat anything else? I said, actually, it was the only thing available for delivery and it's late and I'm hungry. So that was the only thing that was available for delivery. And at this point, I'm getting like annoyed. Now I'm getting like, I'm still dizzy, but now I'm actually starting to spiral literally and figuratively. So he's like, how do you live in New York City with the best pizza in the world, but you order that? I said, the reason why I ordered that, the reason why I lived in New York City with the, uh, with the best pizza in the world, and I still ordered that, was because it was the only thing available for delivery, and I'm hungry, and it was the only thing that was delivered at this hour. That's the reason why it's sitting there on my stove in my home where I pay rent, and I live and own. So he's like, okay. I just find it wild that, like, people live in New York City and they don't want to order, like, real authentic. I said, the reason why, and I kept going back and forth. I said, am I spiraling on on this man? Like, I really had to figure out, like, am I, am I? Let me tell you something. And I don't know who needs to hear this. What I eat don't make you shit. Okay? Don't worry about what the fuck I'm putting in my motherfucking body, bitch. If it tastes good to me, bitch, we can't share the same taste buds. We ain't share, we ain't got the same stomach and gastric um, shit. And bitch, we can't, we none, none of it. Your brain ain't my brain, bitch. The endorphins that are popping off in my motherfucking brain when I eat a motherfucking piece of shit or some fucking food that I fucking love, it, it ain't the endorphins ain't popping off in your brain. They popping off in mine, bitch. The happiness is transcending in me. Don't worry about what the fuck I'm eating. Do your motherfucking job. Take these vitals and get the fuck up out of my motherfucking house. And don't come again if I get dizzy. <laughs> he said, if, if it happens again, call us back. I said, well, I ain't going to be asking for you. Shit. I hate that, bitch. I fucking hate that. When the girls be like, they know, y'all know I love fucking Taco Bell. They be like, why would you eat Taco Bell? It's not even real Mexican. Bitch, you, really? I had no idea Taco Bell was not really Mexican food. I had no fucking idea. Really? Wow. Thank you so much for that, like, clarification. Wow. I had no fucking idea. I've just been living on Earth for 35 years and just had no idea. Wow. You deserve an award. You deserve a medal. You deserve recognition. recognition. We should declare today, your day, a national holiday. For letting the world know that Taco Bell is not real Mexican food. I had no fucking idea. Wow. Bitch. There are... I've said this time and time and time and time and time again. There are three types of Mexican food. There is the Taco Bell, which is at the low end. Then, then the mid, mid one is what I call like a taco shop Mexican food. With like tacos and burritos and like taco shop shit. And then there's white tablecloth fine dining Mexican food. Those are the three levels of fucking Mexican food. And it's really no shade. A lot of cuisines don't give that. Mexican food is really that girl because it's so many layers to Mexican food. Often not, I can appreciate 
the white tablecloth fine dining Mexican food, more than likely I don't really want it. You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes it get a little too crittery and it got like fucking crickets in it and nopales and all sorts of bullshit. I don't really fuck with it, so it's like I don't really care. Um, taco shop Mexican food is my favorite. But sometimes I don't want taco shop Mexican food. Sometimes I want me a fucking chicken quesadilla and a quesadilla, um, a gordita supreme, bitch. And a Doritos Locos. And a Baja Blast. That's what I want. Sometimes I don't want a Jamaica or horchata with a carne asada burrito, bitch. Sometimes I want me a fucking Doritos Loco Supreme with a Baja Blast. Sometimes I want that. And you know what? It's my motherfucking prerogative. It's my motherfucking money. And it's going to my motherfucking belly. Like, and the girls be like, I don't know how you eat that and you just be okay. Or like, you feel like, bitch, I don't feel no type of way, bitch. I don't feel no motherfucking type of way. What am I supposed to feel like? What am I supposed to feel like when I eat it? What am I, please inform me what I'm supposed to feel like. Oh, 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 oh. That's how you feel when you eat it. Great, great that we don't share the same body. Love that for us. Love that for you. Because guess what? You have the ability to pick and choose what you want to eat. Yes, but that that ability doesn't transcend to me, bitch. I can I pick and choose what I'm gonna eat, bitch. If I want to eat a low vibrational plate, bitch, I'm gonna eat me a low vibrational plate. And more often than not, I'm eating me a low vibrational plate. I enjoy them. They do. They make me feel high vibrational. I'm vibrating very high when I eat them low vibrationals. Okay. Don't be coming up in my motherfucking house and then like one little comment is is too much. But then going in and going in and going in and going in and going in, knowing good and goddamn well, where am I supposed to order this fucking authentic ass New York City pizza at, bitch? That's going to deliver at my motherfucking house at this hour. Leave me the fuck alone. Let me eat my motherfucking food. I hate when a bitch be like, oh, you're going to oh, you're gonna eat that. You're going to order that. Or, you know what? Especially when you be going to places like, um, I mean, anyway, like sometimes you be ordering food. Or whatever. And then some people were like, <clears throat> why would you go to this restaurant and all you're going to order is so-and-so, so-and-so. Let people eat their fucking food and get the fuck out they, they plate, bitch. That is so aggy. That, that, I think that really grinds my gear when I see people like, how the fuck you go to a steakhouse and you order this? So you, how you go to so-and-so, so-and-so. And you, let people just eat their fucking food and be like, let them be merry and happy. Like, you get one fucking life, bro. Like, if people don't want to eat that bullshit, they don't want to eat it. Some people just like what they like. Let them fucking eat their fucking food and be happy and be merry and be content and pay their motherfucking bill. As long as the, the bitch, listen, it's always y'all motherfuckers who be having some shit to say. The waiters and the staff don't give a fuck either way. As long as that motherfucking credit card gets approved, that's all they give a fuck about. It's on the damn menu for a reason. If, if it was something they didn't want on the damn menu in a restaurant, they wouldn't have put it on there. Let people eat their motherfucking food how they want it. And the girls be like, oh, uh, I was on some this TikTok and the girl was like, so-and-so, so-and-so and ranch dressing on the side. And the girl's like, I can't stand y'all who go to restaurants and order ranch dressing. Now, bitch, why, how, how that gets you angry? How that make you feel some type of way? How the fuck would they eat and make you feel so? How you watch a video on TikTok and see a bitch asking for some damn ranch dressing for whatever the fuck she done ordered and it got you feeling some type of way? How the fuck that, how the, how the fuck does that change your day? Your trajectory of your day? How? Please. Don't do that shit with me, bitch. Mm-mm. 
I remember one time this one dude was like, you put too much hot sauce on your shit. Let me just put my hot sauce on whatever the fuck I want to put them on. It's my food. And somebody was like, oh, I don't know how y'all don't got GI issues. And well, first off, Mexicans do. But second off, they're like, oh, and how does it not upset? Because Mexican, like people who be having spices, and that's that's white people shit, bitch. It's some white people shit. Like y'all got the issues. Y'all can't handle the shit. Talking about Indian food and spices and Mexican food and hot sauces and also uh, that's white people shit, baby. That's y'all's problem. That's y'all's stuff. That is nothing over here. That's y'all, baby. We are good. We are fine. We've been eating the same shit for for centuries. Okay, we don't have no no um, bowel issues, bitch. That is something on y'all. That is y'all's business. It takes a very special person to look at somebody's plate and start talking about somebody's shit and boo-boo and bowel movements, bitch. What the fuck? I'm eating... You know what I'm saying, bitch? I'm not eating... I'm not like... I don't want to eat kale and fucking sunflower seeds all damn day. I don't want that. I want some fried shrimps and a crab leg. So get all, get all, get out of my motherfucking face with that bullshit. If I'm gonna eat this low vibrational plates, let me eat this low vibrational plate. Olive Garden ain't even really a good Italian bitch. It's good to me. That's solid and breasted hit. It hit, okay. And quiet as it's motherfucking kept. Quiet as it's motherfucking kept. The girls be really, really going in on Italian food is so lit in New York City. Is it really? Is it? Because the best Italian food I ever had was actually in Italy. And that shit goes the fuck off. That shit goes the fuck off. Because there's actual laws and regulations on their food there. Not like, not like you, like, not like, um, like, um, I don't know how to put it. Like, not rules and regulations like we have in America. Like, they have, like, a standard of, like, culinary standards there. Like, their balsamic vinegar vinegar is, like, 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 it's thick as honey. The shit you get here is watery. Their pesto, you have to abide. For it to be called pesto in Italy, it has to, like, go through, like, a certain, like, set of ingredients and they're not able to change those ingredients and they're supposed to come from a certain area bitch the food in italy go off you want to talk about good italian food bitch go to italy because it's not here in new york city it's not the girls we really make it seem like it's really that girl because it's not it's not it's not so (sighs) got me a little fired up and right there um (laughs) All right, moving right along. Oh, bitch, I don't forgot about fucking um, listener letters. Okay, bitch, let me get into these listener letters. I've been really forgetting about listener letters. There are so many in the damn um, archives. I'll uh, pick this one. Help. <laughs> I love how these these <laughs> help. If you want to write into the show, send it in to ask at the Solomon Ray Podcast.com. Um, and this week, 
we have a letter. Solomon, Solomon, Solomon. <laughs> Solomon, Solomon, Solomon. That is funny. <laughs> I'm going to keep this short because I know you blind. <laughs> First off, I love you and this podcast. And I know you're about to give it to me real. But here we go. I've been dating this guy for nine months. And he's so sweet. He is patient. He listens. We met off Hinge. And I guess I didn't read his entire profile. Because when we went on a date, I found out he is deaf. It wasn't an issue because after a couple weeks of talking, the connection was there. So we started communicating via text and started learning basic connection. Wait, what? Bitch, you right. I'm blind. Ooh, I'm blind. Let me put these glasses on. Ooh, you got me, girl. Ooh, not you getting me together, bitch. I am blind. Let me put these glasses on. Um, What does it say? Bitch, no, I can't see um, we met off hinge and I guess I didn't read his entire profile because when we went on a date, I found out he is deaf. It wasn't an issue because after a couple weeks of talking. See, I'm really blind. Hold on. Why am I skipping this? After a couple weeks of talking, the connection was there. So we started communicating via text and I started learning basic ASL. It's still hard sometimes because when I want to say something quickly, I can't. I have to bust out my iPhone, unlock it, and type out what I want to say. Anyways, Thanksgiving is around the corner and I want to visit my family and bring him. First off, is that too soon? But more so, I was listening to another podcast and something similar happened. Bitch, I know who you, I know exactly what podcast you're talking about. I think. I was listening to another podcast and something similar happened and the listener letter said he requested. Yep, this is it. <laughs> said he, not me screaming into the mic. Um, let me stay focused. But more so, I was listening to another podcast and something similar happened and the boyfriend wasn't. Why am I not seeing this? Bitch, I got some vertigo. But more so, I was listening to another podcast and something similar happened and the listener letter person said he requested his family pitch in to pay for a translator so his boyfriend wasn't uncomfortable. The host suggested he should, even though his family didn't agree. Should I do the same? How should I find a way to include him in my family and friends? When he's with my friends, it is hard because it slows down the com conversation, but he's very sweet about it. And yes, just to let you know, the dick is good. <laughs> I can't take y'all. Anyways, can't wait to hear your take on this. Love you to pieces. And yes, I using that serum and got me looking good, girl. Love you, Alexis. <laughs> Alexis, Alexis, Alexis. I'm going to, so the, the way you started off this letter, Solomon, Solomon, Solomon. I'm going to assume you are referring to my favorite and when I say, I mean, my favorite Wendy Williams, Whitney Houston interview, because they start off, Wendy, Wendy, no, Whitney, Whitney, Whitney. And then Wendy, Wendy, I mean, Whitney Houston goes, Wendy, Wendy, Wendy. It is the, like, that's how you know they're about to get into some shit. So I, I hope you're referring to that because when I, when I tell you, I listen to it maybe two times a month. Two times a month. I've been listening to it for like over a decade. Um, it's one of my favorite things. It's me and Jonathan. That's literally our whole entire like banter. 
and it's not even really like our banter like when we talk it's so deeply embedded in our vernacular that that's literally just how we'll, we'll speak like i'll be like oh how are you doing not well not well which is a take from the um the interview or either we'll be like like he'll he'll say something like oh i just finished something i'll be like oh and thank god which is a, a little take from it. So it's not really super identifiable unless you listen to the interview. I would suggest you guys listen to the Wendy Williams, Whitney Houston interview. It's on YouTube. It's, and you'll know, like e even when I close out each segment, when I said, and moving right along, that's literally from the interview where Whitney Houston is, um, Wendy, Wendy Williams is like really asking her about the drug use. And she's like, move, move on, Wendy, move on. Mm -mm. move on moving right along moving right along like it's so good or either when i go or take it or leave it it's a take it or leave it i would like to take it but if i have to leave it that's when wendy williams is saying like oh what are some of my top favorite interviews well, janet jackson mm, that's a take it or leave it like it's so that's literally everything i say is from that interview so it's interesting that you started off solomon 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 so thus i will start alexis 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 oh have i waited for this day you have why yes i have haven't you um it's so gaggy because you i know exactly what podcast you're talking about it's actually one of my favorite podcasts to listen to. I have about, um, I need to answer this question, but let me just, I listen to The Read. I listen to Sword and Scale. I listen to the Bob and Monet sibling rivalry podcast. I listen to, and now I'm starting to listen to Meghan Markle's podcast, um, Archetypes, but that's more like very kumbaya, very opery, you know, like very, I like the more, um, comical, go get them type, you know, thing. But Meghan Markle's podcast is more like zen, very girl power, very like sweet and like nice, you know? Um, What else do I listen to? Because you guys always ask me what podcast do I listen to? And then sometimes I will listen to um, Legends Only podcast. And... I want, and then I listen to the Game of Thrones podcast, of course. Let me just look real quick. What other podcasts am I listening to, bitch? Um, that's kind of about it. Anyways, let me just get into your 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 letter. Um, where? Let me pull it back up. There it is. Um, what is the question? Oh, the first one was: Is it too soon to bring your family? Okay, bring him to your family. I mean, if y'all been dating for nine months, I guess in a month. Yo, it'll be like 10 months technically. Well, actually, bitch, you wrote this letter like a month ago. So maybe you guys are on. It'll be like 11 months or so, I guess, by the time Thanksgiving happens. Um, I don't think it's too early. Like, only you can decide that. Um, You know, the girls be bringing it. Bitch, you know, the girls be bringing. They be talking to somebody in on a Monday, bring them to Thanksgiving on a Thursday. You know, I mean, I don't do that, but I also don't be dead to nobody. Um, I don't think it's too early. I don't think it's too soon. Um, as far as what's the next question? <sighs> you said, should I do the same? Oh, should you hire a translator? Oh, should you make the family pay for a translator? Okay, two things. If you want to hire a translator so that your boyfriend is comfortable, 
I think that's really nice. Um, and it will help with, um, you know, communicating and because people are going to want to know a lot about him and it's their first time, I guess, probably meeting him. Most people's first time meeting him. So they're going to want to know and be able to like communicate with him and get to know him. So I think a translator would be helpful. Um, or, you know, I don't know how expensive translators are. I don't know what that is. And then also like having a translator come to like on Thanksgiving, bitch, it might be expensive. I would say no. I would say, I mean, okay. I wouldn't pay for no translator. Well, bitch, I don't know. Let me see if I was with my nigga and he, I mean, I might, I mean, I probably will. If I love somebody, I would, but also, at the same time, I mean, I don't know if I would date somebody who's deaf. I know that sounds really shitty, and I'm trying not to be, what's, what's the term? Ableist? Ableist? Um, I, I don't think I would be in this predicament. Um, but if I were, I could see myself um, getting a translator, probably. See, but see, I don't know if I would be in this predicament because I like to talk, bitch. I need to communicate and get things quick, bitch. And I can't be throwing up gang signs every fucking two seconds. You know what I'm saying? Like, it can't be... I, I got... My fingers don't work sometimes. I be having carpal tunnel, bitch. I can't be throwing up gang signs every time I'm ready to talk to my nigga. Like, I can't. I can't. But kudos to you, bitch. And you said a dick is good, child. Ooh, I know it is. And it's probably silent, too. Let me... No, let me stop, Solomon. Wow! I'm sorry, Alexis. I was not trying to be shit. I was just... Sorry. Um, Would I hire... I I mean, I would. And I think if you wanted to, that would be really nice. Um, And it would be a nice gesture to him because it would make him feel comfortable. Because I can't imagine... Like, there's nothing more uncomfortable than meeting someone's family. And then the fact that you're not able to really um, shine or, you know, really show your true self if you can't fully communicate, I would imagine. And you probably, he probably already has a built in um, insecurity with being deaf. So I can't even imagine being in that predicament, meeting your family for the first time. And th- you know what I'm saying? So it would be a nice gesture for him. As far as, like, um, asking your family to pay for it um, so that they could communicate with him, I don't agree with that. I know what podcasts you're talking about because they said the family should be paying for the translator. And I disagree. I totally disagree. Um, It's not the family's responsibility. It's no one's responsibility to pay for a translator, you know? And I mean, it sucks. And I know people who are disabled or whatever the term is that people want to use now. Cause I heard, I think disabled is derogatory now, bitch. I don't know. So I'm sorry. It's not coming from a mean place, but, um, I know the girls who are disabled. It's, it's their burden and it does suck. Um, but at the same time, it's not the family's burden. And, if anything, the burden would lie on you. Does that make sense? Like it would, it would, it would, it lies on you and him to pay for the translator, but it would be a nice gesture for you to pay for the translator yourself 
as like, you know, you my man, whatever. I love you. I got you. I'm going to hold you down. I don't want you feeling no type of way in front of my family. I want you to feel comfortable. You know what I'm saying? But I don't think it's your, your, your nieces and nephews and cousins and aunties and uncles and, and grannies and stuff to pitch in, you know, a GoFundMe for a, a fundraiser. And it's their responsibility. I don't, that part of the podcast, I did not agree with. I was like, this is not their, and because I guess the, I'm trying to remember what they said. The boyfriend's family refused. And rightfully so. I mean, it sucks. I mean, if I probably if I went to my family and asked them, you know, would you mind helping out with, you know, a translator? My family would more than likely say yes. You know, that's just the type of family I'm from. But if my family said no, or mm, I don't know if that's something we could do right now, I wouldn't feel no type of way about it. But like, you know what? You're right because it's not your responsibility. That's not for you. You got to worry about the damn fucking turkey. Y'all got to make sure this macaroni and cheese is right. <laughs> Side note. There is this really funny... I'm going to play it, actually. I'm going to really fucking... Oh I, oh, I played it. I I did that in the intro. What was the intro? Um, you don't, Since you done fucked up the macaroni and cheese, <laughs> you're cleaning up all this shit. <laughs> Um, yeah, the family got to worry about the macaroni and cheese. They got to worry about, you know, all the other shit, like the cranberries, you know, the juice, the stuffings, you know, they can't be putting too much sage up in the stuffing because sometimes the girls get a little too carried away with the sages, you know, they just be doing too much. They got to work, work on the pecan pies, bitch. It's a lot going on. It's really no shade. Like, they ain't got no time to be. And and by the, by the, the way inflation is really going, listen, by the way inflation going, Thanksgiving going to be $2,000. It's going to be 2000 I don't know how big your family is, but it's going to be $2,000. Whole burger going to be 200 The burger going to be 200 alone. I didn't order the goddamn fucking for, um, what was it, Easter. This Easter, I ordered a fucking honey baked ham. That bitch was $150. Now, I don't know what time. It, I don't know when I stopped. I looked at that. I said, $150. $50 delivery fee. I said, well, I don't need it overnight. They're like, well, it's food. You have to. I said, I don't know. Can, can you shrink wrap the bitch? Can you put it in? Can you freeze it? Can you do something? I, I feel like if I could shave off at least $30 worth of delivery fees, I don't mind the dirt, the, the the damn ham coming a couple days later. It might be thawed the fuck out by the day three, but I'm I'm okay with it. $50? The ham already damn near 100 Thanksgiving too damn high, bitch. You can't be asking your family to pay for no damn translator. Alexis. All right. I love you, girl. But my suggestion would be ask, um, ask, you know, I would say, you know what, bitch? Listen, a closed mouth don't get fed. Go on and ask your family if they want to pitch in because, bitch, they might say yes. And if they say yes, you save yourself some coins and some ducats. But if they don't start managing your expectations now so you don't feel some type of way. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't want you to walk into Thanksgiving with a chip on your shoulder talking about, well, you, you didn't you didn't uh, pay for the translator. Because, see, I'm stingy, bitch. I'm a stingy bitch. If I pay for something, that shit is mine. 
bitch, if I pay for the translator, I'm like, uh, y'all can't use the translator. Did you pay for the translator? Did you did you pitch in the thirty dollar for the translator? All right, then don't ask no questions for the translator. It's all on me. Thanks. Just stingy. Then my boyfriend over here stuck in the corner, just talking to me. <laughs> um, but yeah, I do know. Like, I mean, I who am I lying? I don't know. Um, but I'm I understand that um people with disabilities. So I can't imagine how hard that is to kind of maneuver through the world and especially on holidays and stuff like that. So I would, if I were you, I would try to make that day as comfortable for him and yourself as possible. And I'm, I can't imagine how beneficial and helpful a translator could be. Um, because I can't even like, I can't even imagine, you know, I'm sitting on, what is this? 608 text messages right now that I ain't even looked at. Because I just don't be, like, wanting to type, bitch. My thumb hurt. I don't want to type. I can't imagine being with my nigga and just be having to type all damn day. Like, damn, bitch. Whew. I think there's... I feel like there's something... No, maybe not. Duh, because they can't hear it. Damn, it's trash. I was going to be like, there's something that you could do. You put in your ear and it detects something. And it translates... But it translates the language... Duh, I'm really fucking ignorant, bitch. Um, yeah, because I was looking into those because I go to um when I go to Tokyo, bitch, I'll be speaking Japanese. So be like, I don't know. Wow, I need to learn a couple words of Japanese. Mm-hmm. There's this episode, or yeah, it's an episode of New York goes to Hollywood, or no, New York gets a job. I think it's like New York gets a job or something. Anyways, so New York becomes a geisha, which I'm sure right now is like cultural appropriation and like problematic. But um, during that whole episode, she's not saying Japanese. She's talking like Japanese, Japanese. It's so funny. So I don't know no Japanese, bitch. So I got to give me one of the little ear translators or like a Google Translate. And for but what I heard from my friends and everyone's like, everyone in ja- ja- um, Tokyo was really sweet. And they're like, you know, Oh, I can't wait for Tokyo. Y'all pray for me that I get to go. Ooh, y'all pray for me I get to go. Anyway, sorry. Back to Alexis. Um, Yeah, I would say that. If anything, just keep us posted and moving right along. All right. So that is the show for today. I have some more listener letters, but um, it is now 6 o'clock. This is what happens when you wake up at 2.30 in the evening. You got to rush and do everything before shit closes. So now I got to rush and take my ass to the gym. I basically took a whole week off, you know, since Puerto Rico, bitch. So I need to really get back into it. Um, But it really don't matter since I'm not going to Brazil, bitch. And honestly, it's really no shade. But, like, I got to think about, like, bitch, I don't want to be sitting up on no day. Like, I was looking at some things like what to do in Brazil, what to do in Brazil, what to do in Brazil. And all them bitches was saying, bitch, like, go see the Christ Redeemer, which I do want to go see, and then lay up on the beach. I don't want to lay up on no beach. Y'all know I don't, I'm not an outdoor girl. I'm not a direct sunlight girl. I don't want to do no shit like that. I want to go to Tokyo with a Japanese I want to do the anime shit. I want to be Sailor Moon. I want a Mugu Gaipan, bitch. 
I want to go to the cup of noodle factory. I want to go to Disney now. I want to do some shit, bitch. I don't want to be laid up on no damn beach. The fuck am I going to do with them? That's some free shit, bitch. The girls love some free shit. And that's perfectly fine. I know the girls love a damn beach. I don't want no damn beach. What am I going to do there? What am I going to do in the beach? I, I ain't getting in the water. So I get snatched up by a damn shark? No. I was watching this damn video and this guy was climbing up a mountain and got attacked by a bear. He, he, you know, fought off the bear. And people are like, oh, my God, that is so wild. Like the bear. I said, first off, why was you even in the bear? That's the shit I don't fucking understand, bro. Like the girls be in these little areas where the animals be and they be like angry that the animals trying to snack on them. How the fuck you swimming in the deep blue sea, bitch? And then be like, oh, I got snatched up by a damn shark. Because you're in their home, bitch. Leave them the fuck alone. I don't, you don't got to tell me. I'm not doing shit like that. I'm not going to be out there. All right. I'm not going to be snatched up by nobody's damn shark. I don't do shit like that. Bitch, I was in fucking a a, a man-made lake in Atlanta during Labor Day asking about, do the sharks come through here? Cause you know when the when the water gets warm and stuff, they be swimming through the bays and end up in the fucking lakes and the streams and the rivers that they used to, bitch. Cause I, I don't I don't play in the fucking safaris and stuff like that. Wondering why the rhinos over here tipping up your shit. Cause you in Rhino Land, that's the Rhino House. But you want to know where they ain't in this motherfucking house, this apartment right here? I don't see no shark. I don't see no rhino. I don't see no bear. I don't see nothing. Nothing. Because they ain't up in here. So, it's just no thanks. I'm not about to be up in no damn fucking whatchamacallit. They were like, oh, you can go to um, visit visit Mount Fuji in Japan. I said, visit Mount Fuji? Can I see it from a distance? Because I don't need to go up the damn mountain. I don't want to do extraneous activities, you know, like it's just not what I really want to. That's just not what I'm built for. Y'all know this. I don't even need to talk about it no more. Anyways, um, that is a show. Do I have a final thought? Um, just honestly, this is my final thought. Um, if you can, the next couple weeks, really, if you can get your hands on some crab legs, get your hands on some crab legs and eat them. And enjoy them. And, and then save that moment. And if you if you go to the grocery store, or especially Costco, because they got the good seafood legs, um, find them and deep freeze them, bitch. They'll still be good. You know, because we, we, it's going to be a cold, long year without them crab legs to keep us warm and toasty and happy and joyous, you know, and motivated. So find, just stock up on the damn. We over here, the girls was over here stocking up on um, during COVID, stocking up on boo-boo paper, toilet paper, and other bullshit. How we know we should have been stocking up on them damn crab legs. Stocking up on some damn Charmin, bitch. Had we known. So if you up in them grocery store and you see them crab legs, especially the king crab legs, uh, first off, tag me so I know where they at. And two... <laughs> Buy them bitches in bulk, okay? And put them in a deep freezer. Because I don't be saying some shit down the road talking about, I wish I had a crab leg. Bitch, I'm letting you know now. Get them crab legs now. Run out to turn off this shit and go to the damn grocery store and get you a crab leg. 
even if it's just one crab leg, bitch, get you a fucking crab leg and put that bitch in the freezer. Cause you never know. You're gonna make up in one one night, you're gonna wake up in the middle of the night talking about, ooh, I wish I had a crab leg to keep me warm. <laughs> and you're gonna be like, you know what? Solomon really set me up. He really set me up for 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 success. Get you a crab leg, put that bitch in the freezer, and just keep it there for when 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 on a long, cold, hard night, you might need it. The girls over here talking about save your money for a rainy day. No, bitch, save a crab leg for a rainy day. What you need, like, honestly, think about it. You're going to save some loose change. Well, let's just be honest. Saving loose change on a rainy day, will that make you feel better or will a crab leg? Be honest. Because if it's a loose change, I'm not going to fault you for it, bitch. I don't care about no damn loose change in my motherfucking couch. That ain't going to do shit for me on a rainy day, bitch. But a crab leg, that's a different story. That's about it. Well, take care of yourself and each other until next week. Bye.